الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان في خلق السماوات والارض واختلاف الليل والنهار لايات لاولي الالباب الذين يذكرون الله قياما وقعودا وعلى جنوبهم ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والارض ربنا ما خلقت هذا باطلا سبحانك فقنا عذاب النار صدق الله العظيم respected ulama ikram brothers and elders there are many things which are sometimes referred to as the key even in the ahadith this example is used in many things for example miftahu salati at-tuhur the key to sa is taharat purity miftahu al-jannati as-sala the key to jannat is sala so many things are described as a key sala is the key to jannat without sala the most important and most fundamental obligation of din after iman is sing so just as many things have been described as a key our gathering our meeting from time to time and these types of gathering wherever they take place in the name of deen in the name of gathering for the sake of our betterment what we refer to as our islah our reformation this is the purpose the object what is the key to this islah alhamdulillah many efforts we make and take many sacrifices but what is the key to this islah so there are many things that can be described as the key also but one very fundamental aspect which is a key to this islah is what is known as fikr concern and let alone for islah this fikr is a key to anything it all depends on what kind of fikr it is it will be the key to that particular direction person has the fikr and the concern of business then that becomes the key to that direction it opens up many things in his mind and it opens up many doors for him to move forward into that concern it's a driving force behind So like that a person has this fikr for various things in life the aspect of islah the key to it is fikr and to the extent of the fikr to that extent things open out within a person and things open out for a person and drives him in the direction that he's supposed to move on to if you look right from the time of the sahaba ikram the incidents in their lives this shows us this fikr from within that the minutest thing would now put them into a great concern 
حضرت سبید بن قیس بن شماس رضی اللہ تعالیٰ ریسنٹلی ڈسکسڈ ہز ایگزامپل صحابہ رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ہز وائس واز نیچرلی لاؤڈ نیچرلی ہی واز ان ڈیلیبریٹلی ریزنگ ہز وائس اوور دا وائس آف رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم بٹ ان دا آئت آف دا قرآن شریف واز ریویلڈ یا یو الدین آمن اللہ طرف اسوات کم فوق صوت نبی او یو بلیو ڈونٹ ریز یور وائسز ابو دا وائس آف دا نبی آف اللہ تعالیٰ because the bedouins were not did not have the opportunity to learn etiquette to learn adab so they would come and talk like they would normally talk so quran sharif was revealed to teach them the etiquette of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam don't raise your voice now he was naturally loud it wasn't something deliberate but this ayat immediately put him into a great concern about himself he sat down at home avoiding the company of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so that he must not say something nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam's presence he naturally be louder as a result of antahbata a'malukum wa antum la tash'urun everything will be annihilated and destroyed all your actions will go in vain he must not become the applicant of this but what was this that made him react in this way it was fikr that i go to protect something that allah taala has blessed me with and i need to enhance this i need to improve it i need to grow it like a person has that business no businessman sits and says well whatever is happening let it carry on every person is concerned how to grow it nobody wants to just how oh, guys running fine so just let it carry on how is it carrying on ways and means are pondered about the person is sleeping also is thinking about the same thing and the person is eating also the same thing is going through his mind and let alone eating and sleeping even when the person is in namaz also the same thing is going through his mind and then the very famous story which we've heard over and over again that in namaz also he's making that hisab kitab to see at the end how much came out how much more investment he can make how much he can grow it further so that concern is through his mind all the time it's fikr so like that hazrat sab bin qais radiyallahu ta'ala and this fikr made him now suddenly decide that he's not even coming in the company of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam to protect what he's got until allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam gave the basharat no no you're a person of jannat you're not doing something deliberately but this concern hazrat hanzala radiyallahu ta'ala an comes home and he finds a little change in the kayfiyat in that spiritual feeling that was experienced in the company of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he didn't do anything wrong He didn't say anything wrong. He didn't think anything wrong. He didn't plan anything wrong against anybody. He didn't intend to commit any sin. He didn't entertain any evil thoughts. The only thing that he experienced was a little change in that spiritual feeling. Can you imagine now? One is that the person does something wrong. Forget deliberately even by mistake also. Sure he did something wrong but by mistake or he said something slipped out of his tongue or he didn't say or do anything but some thoughts crossed his mind and he planned for a moment i should do this or i should do that but then he decided no person do it yeah none of those things no action no deed no wrong thought just a little change in that spiritual feeling what does he uh describe the situation as nafaqa hanzala Hanzala has become munafiq. What makes a person pass this fatwa upon himself? He's passing this fatwa 
upon himself. That you have become a munafiq. Ibn Abi Malika rahimahullah, he says, I met 70 sahaba. The great tabi'i says, I met 70 sahaba. Kullum yakhafu ala nafsihi an-nifaq. He says, every one of them, after becoming acquainted with them and talking to them, I found every one of them feared hypocrisy about himself. Every one of them was fearing, I mustn't be a munafiq. Hazla is experiencing the slight change in the spiritual feeling. He's saying, Nafaka Hanzala. What makes a person pass this fatwa upon, upon himself? Figure that I've got something, I mustn't lose it. Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with something, it mustn't get lost. Now, all this is fikr. When a person has something very valuable, then that fikr makes him take great amount of steps to protect it person has wealth, number one, it's inside a strong room. Then there's an alarm on that strong room. Then there's an alarm on the premises itself. Then the doors are locked. And then on top of that, there's a guard. And there's a security company that is hired on top of all that to still look after the place. Now all these steps are what? Valuable inside here. And if it's the same premises, the doors are open also, who bothers? The doors are open, somebody comes inside, they might have to leave something and go doesn't matter, leave it open. They're not going to take anything from you. There's nothing for them to take because it's empty. There's something valuable. Now, one after the other, the precautionary measures are being taken that this must be protected. This must be safeguarded. Nobody must steal it. And especially when it is known that there are a lot of robberies, a lot of thefts, a lot of burglaries, then even more measures are taken. So likewise, when Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody in his heart, with Iman, which is the greatest wealth that anybody can ever possess. Now this greatest wealth, there are thieves out there. Nafs and shaitan, inna shaitana lakum aduun fattakhiduhu aduwa. Allah Ta'ala says, shaitan is your enemy. He's going to try to burgle the house of your heart. He's going to try to snatch away this Iman. Beware of this. Fattakhiduhu aduwa. Treat him as an enemy. Put all the security measures in place. And nafsin is the enemy within. Your worst enemy is within you, Nabi Salaam says. So, now the person has this valuable wealth which Allah Ta'ala has blessed as a gift. Beyond anything that the world can give and money can buy. Now he has to protect it. He has to look after it. And if there's a figure to look after it, then it will drive a person to do whatever is necessary. One incident that will perhaps shed some light on how it drives a person to do whatever is necessary. The great Alim Hazrat Muhammad Hassan Amritsari Rahmatullah He was among the very senior Khulafa Hazrat Thani Rahmatullah He had been studying in Darulum Dioban and after graduating, he even became an Ustad. Ustad of the mother of all the Madaris. And he then progressed to the point where he was now lecturing in Hadith and teaching the senior classes. But throughout all this time, this concern was there within him that he wanted to become Bayat to Hazrat Rahmatullah. And on many occasions he came and even put the request. But Hazrat Rahmatullah would just 
uh, in a very roundabout way, just shelve it. He says that, Mashallah, you are, you have this uh, love and muhabbat. Alhamdulillah, carry on. You are, Alhamdulillah, Ustad already. So, any case, this time carried on like this. One day he came and beforehand he decided, come what may, I am not going to leave today without taking bi'at. So, in any case, he came. Now, as usual, he would put forward his request after a while. Hazrat will just try to just put it aside. So, this time he said, Hazrat, come what may, I am not leaving today without taking bi'at on your hands. So, when he finally insisted, Hazrat, very well, if this is it, then there's three conditions. There's three conditions that you will have to accept. Now, who is being told this? A person who has already come to the point where he is a senior ustad in Darulam Deoban. He said to him, number one, your mother tongue is Panabi. And you didn't learn the Quran Sharif. It happens sometimes, you have the opportunity in your childhood days to learn it from some Qari Saab, where you get the pronunciation and all correctly. Now, because of the Punjabi tongue, your tongue is used to a different way of pronouncing letters. So, your recitation of the Quran Sharif is not yet correct. So, the first condition will be you will have to go and sit by Qari Saab and first learn how to pronounce the letters and all properly. You're doing it okay, but it's not 100% yet. You will have to go and practice and make mashk and first rectify this. That's question. Condition one, who? Person who is already a senior ustad of the mother of all institutions. So you want to become bi'ad, this condition one. He said 100%, I'm ready. He says not complete yet. He says initially you had studied in your hometown. And some of these initial kitabs in the syllabus, the same syllabus was being used there. And you studied some of these initial Kitabs meaning in terms of Arabic grammar and so on. So these kitabs you studied. But you have studied in your hometown. These particular kitabs you had studied from a ghair muqlid. A person who was not one who subscribed to taqlid. He did not follow one of the four imams. And he said, ghair muqlidiyat ke atharad bahut deir se nikalte hai. That the effects and the germs of these, of the, of associating with somebody who was a ghair muqlid, this comes out after a very long time. You want to become bayad, the second condition will be you must repeat these kitabs, kitabs which he probably already taught also, which he maybe even knew by heart. You must go back and sit in front of an ustad who has the correct akla and correct mindset and correct heart. You sit again and relearn these kitabs like a student in front of him. So this will be the second condition. All these kitabs that you studied by that Ustad who was a Ghair Muqallid, you will have to relearn this with the other students, sit with them and learn it again from an Ustad, formally. So that when it is relearned from the person, then the right effects will come on your heart. So I'm happy about that too. He said there's a third condition. So the third condition is that I will, obviously with the arrangements of Parda, I will put your wife to oath and to qasam. And after putting her to oath that she will say exactly what the truth is, I will then ask about your personal life. Now, who is being told this? Person who is on that senior level. Maybe the first two, you all will say, Alhamdulillah. 
MashaAllah, I'm ready anytime. But question ourselves of the last one. And he's saying to him that this is the three conditions. You ready for this? You want to take bayat? You ready for this? Then we can then take it further from there. He says, I'm ready for all this. And if you want to put any further condition, I'm ready for that also. If you ask me to clean the toilets for months on end also as a condition, then I know what is to be achieved here. I know what is the wealth to be gained from here. So I am ready to do whatever it takes. Now what makes a person be ready for all this? Imagine his sheikh will come and put his wife to oath to say exactly what the truth is and then ask about his personal life. One is that if she's not on oath, she'll say, okay, I'll cover up somehow. And she has to cover up, otherwise she doesn't know what the end result might be. But here she's put on oath and he's being told, you must accept this condition. And he says, I'm ready for all this. Now this is fikr. This is what is that inner concern for that Islam. That there's something inside and there's something more to be gained. What is inside is that iman that Allah is blessed with. And what is to be gained is that nuraniyat, that spiritual strength, the barakat that comes from above, the great spiritual barakat and anwarat that descend from Allah wa ta'ala, that strength of iman that then grows. So all these things are still to be worked on, to be acquired. What is the key to all this? The key to all this is fikr. When there's fikr, then a person would be driven to undertake any difficulty for the sake of achieving what he needs to achieve. So this is the first thing is to understand that we have to develop this fikr. One is to have the fikr, but to understand that I need to have it. Many a times we don't even have that realization that this is missing also. This is something to be learned still. This is something to be acquired. So, this fikr, where does this fikr start from? If we look into our worldly side of things, then from morning till evening, how many things there's fikr for? There will be fikr for that smallest, minutest thing also. Perhaps the paint is peeling off somewhere in the backyard, on the top end of the wall, under the eaves, where you'll have to probably put a torch to see it. But that will give, give us some fikr also, that needs to be attended to. There might be one little bit of a scratch somewhere on the car, somewhere built under the bumper somewhere. But that too we will be able to notice it. And it will give us a certain degree of fikr that this too has to be corrected. This has to be cleaned up. This has to be sorted out. There will be fikr about our shoes and fikr about our hat and fikr about anything and everything. So, nothing wrong in having fikr in a reasonable degree to whatever is required. Obviously, there is a reasonable level that is required. A person doesn't make this his obsession. And a person doesn't now make his life revolve around this. But a certain degree of concern is necessary for these things also. That a person, his day-to-day life runs smoothly. Otherwise now he's got no fikr at all. So he left his car wide open, left the keys inside and left the engine running and he came and slept away. And now when the car disappeared, he says, no, I, I don't know what happened. So that is now total ghaflat that. That much fikr is necessary that he locks it. He takes the precautions. So in any case, the point is that we have all these extreme fikrs for the dunya. For the present and for the long distant future. The fikr for our great-grandchildren who are not yet born. That I must do something for them also. 
that this empire is still not enough. It'll only suffice maybe for me and my grandchildren and grandchildren. But it has to carry on. So what about the fikr for our hearts, the fikr for our deen, the fikr for our iman, the fikr for what is the level of my taqwa, what is the level of my tawakkul and trust in Allah Ta'ala, what is the level of my compliance in the line of mu'ashat and social interaction, what are the kind of akhlaq that are within me, and even before all that, what is the condition of my namaz, how am I performing it? Is it being performed in the way that Nabi Salaam has taught? Am I fulfilling the sunnats and the adabs? So this fikr has to develop. And to the extent that this fikr will develop, to that extent the person now, we are insan, insan is insan. Nobody is perfect, we are all human. And we all have our weaknesses, we all make our mistakes. But when a person makes a mistake or finds something lacking, or finds some deficiency coming, finds some loss taking place, one person... Somebody told me they had gone to, now it happened in December, they had gone to Cape Town and there was some article that was on the placard somewhere there and then the person ended up reading that article. Some person had booked some holiday in Cape Town and when he got there, now he had made all the arrangements and everything and when he got there, he realized that this place was double booked, it's not available to him. Somebody took, deceived him. And now there was no accommodation available. When he was told this, he suffered a heart attack right there. Now this was so deeply in him, that I got to have this. And now when he saw it not available, it had such a major effect on him, such a serious impact on him, he suffered a heart attack right there. Now where does this effect come from? When something is held very dear. Something is very close to the heart. Person has his heart into it, his soul in it. And now when something is coming out of it, then he finds like his heart is going out of it. Sheikh Fariduddin Attar was a very free-minded person, didn't have any concern for deen as such. But what became his this aspect about the heart being attached? What became the turning point in his life? He came into one shop, uh, somebody came into his shop. He was a ithar seller. So this person came to the shop and he's looking at all the bottles of ithar, all kinds and all sizes and all shapes. And he's looking around. So he asked him, you need something? He says, no, I'm looking around. Carried on looking. After a while, again he asked him, he says, no, I'm just looking. So when this happened a few times, so he said, what are you looking at so much? He said, what I'm looking at is that your heart is in all these bottles. Your soul is in all these bottles. When Malakul Moth is going to come, he's going to have to try to scrape it out of each bottle. How your soul is going to come out? Because it is so attached to all this. So he got very annoyed at this, but very irritated. He said, you worried about how my soul is going to come out, how your soul will come out. But this was somebody Allah Ta'ala had sent. So he said, how my soul will come out? My soul will come out like this. He put his shawl on the floor. He lay down. He recited the kalima and he passed away. So my soul will come out like this. And this is what he did and he passed away. But when this happened in front of his eyes, it jolted him. And he decided this is enough. He gave up the attachment to the world and attached himself to Allah Ta'ala. That when the heart is attached to Allah Ta'ala, then the soul will come out with ease because it's going where it's attached. Then it won't be dragged out. 
then it will be ready to fly out. So, like that, when a person's heart is very deeply attached to the things of the dunya, one is we will use it. This is something Allah has in fact put a certain degree of achievement, which is natural in every human being. زُجِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ حُبُّ الشَّهَوَاتِ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ وَالْبَنِينَ وَالْقَنَاطِيرِ الْمُقَنْطَرَ Allah Ta'ala says all this has been beautified in a person's heart. The love for wealth, the love for women, the love for the various things. If a person had no love at all, he won't look after anything. He won't protect anything. Anybody will do anything to his possessions. He won't bother him in the least, but as a result, life won't carry on. So there's a certain degree which is natural in every human being. But where the heart becomes attached unreasonably to things and becomes an obstacle in the path of deen, in the way to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Now that becomes a major problem. And that is where now the whole decay sets in from. So the issue is to attach our hearts to Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. To develop this fikr, to undo this attachment from the worldly things so that, that it has gone deep down in all the things of the world, all the material things. And to bring it to Allah ta'ala, these things will be in the hand. Hazrat Allah gives a beautiful example. Says all these things, it is the example is ourselves and the material things like a ship on water. That ship can't sail without the water. If it doesn't have the water, it will be stuck where it is. But if that water comes into the ship, that is the end of ship also. It can't do without it, but it can't take it in also. So the dunya, a person needs the dunya to pass through life. It's the water that the ship has to sail on. He needs to eat, he needs to drink, he needs shelter, he needs clothing, he needs to feed his family. So to a reasonable limit, that is a basic necessity of life. That is why Rasulullah said, To earn a halal living, this is also an obligation of deen, but after the other obligations have been fulfilled. So the water he needs, but as soon as the water comes into the ship, now the person is all the time multiplying two and two to make it five. How this two and two can become five? Now his whole life goes trying to make two and two five, but eventually it's now too late, it's already the cover. Nabi Islam says if this insan had an entire valley of gold, in other words, his lifetime, his children, his grandchildren and great-grandchildren and generations to come, they won't be able to finish it. But he will still wish that he can gain a second value of gold. This is insan. This is that within him. Except the person who has now made effort on this heart and brought the attachment to Allah Ta'ala. So this is something that carries on otherwise. And Nabi Islam says, nothing will then stop this. The only thing that will stop it then is the sand of the grave. But there's hope. The one who comes back to Allah, Allah Ta'ala will take him back. Allah Ta'ala will open out the way for him. So the issue is the fikr. The fikr for akhirat. The fikr that how can I make my akhirat before making my dunya also. Otherwise many a times, person is at the brink of life and death but he's still fighting for the dunya which is already gone the dunya which is already gone of his hands he, there is no hope that he also can really have of gaining it back however it went away but his time and energy and effort and mind and heart and soul and everything is still consumed 
And how I can try and get this back? Though he's now not even one leg in the grave and one on the banana peel, almost both are dangling in the grave. These are unfortunate realities of life. And the actual issue is that every one of us is on the brink of life and death. Who knows who goes first? So the fikr is what we have to develop. This fikr is developed by deliberately thinking. This is a statement of the Ahlullah, the Sufiya Kiram. That pondering for a few moments, this is more valuable than a whole night of ibadat. One is that a person is the whole night is making the hajjud. Alhamdulillah, excellent. But he hasn't decided that my earnings are haram, I need to sort this out. So he's carrying on, he's making the hajjud also and he's still earning haram too. Like that incident which our Hazrat Allah Barakatuh often mentioned, that this one person was a police officer, but was also very paband and very punctual on his nawafil. So from Fajr till Ishraq, his tasbihat, nothing will come in between, he'll never miss it. And then he'll read his Ishraq only and leave. In the process, many people would come, because he was a very highly ranked officer, they would come to try and discuss his issue, the issues with him, that I need to sort this out, I need to sort that out. And he used to take bribes wholesale. But now the issue was that his wazifa can't be disturbed. So people would come while he's busy with his wazifa. So he would not stop reciting his wazifa. But with indication he would say, put the money under the musalla. <laughs> so now subhanallah is carrying on, alhamdulillah is carrying on, la ilaha illallah is carrying on. And with the indication he's saying, put the money under the musalla. The bribe must first go there, then I'll sort your story out. So this is because of the lack of fikr. Now, something has become a habit. That ibadat has become a habit now. So when a person becomes, something becomes part of his system, part of his habit, then it's easy to continue with it. A person becomes habitual with tahajjud. So it's still, alhamdulillah, I'll get the sawab. But it's not easy. Initially, it was a great difficulty and a little mujahada. But now he's doing it for five years, ten years. Now, even if he doesn't want to wake up to his eyes open. And he doesn't want to get up to it, he feel uneasy. So it becomes easy now. But now the fikr is not there that what is this tahajjud supposed to take me to? What is supposed to be the end result of this tahajjud? This tahajjud is supposed to take me to Allah Ta'ala. But now the tahajjud is there, but I am cancelling all this. I am doing other things which are now washing off all this. So this is a lack of fikr. So one is now, tafakkuru sa'atin khayrum miqiyami laylatin To dedicate some time daily. Some time daily to dedicate surround and make muraqaba to think Allah what I did today if it's first thing in the morning what how I spent the past 24 hours how did I spend my day yesterday was what was the condition of my namaz did I was I acting on the labor law last in first out or did I take the effort to be there in time perform it with ease did I Make my mamulad, complete my mamulad. Now the self-accounting, taking a stock of the day before. How did they go? What was, it? what was done? What was not done? What I said? What I spoke? Is there something that I'm going to regret about? Regret in this world? Or regret on the day of Qiyamah? That wealth that Allah Ta'ala gave me, did I do anything that was a source of harming this iman? That caused that loss, caused any deficiency? Like a person now, some Allah forbid, some theft took place, some burglary took place. There's a 
feeling of loss, there's a feeling of hurt within, there's a pain within what has happened. So, whatever I did yesterday, what I spoke, where I looked, what I heard, has it brought about any loss within? Am I feeling some pain on this? When a person will think in this manner, then this thinking will create that figure that yesterday went bad. Today mustn't go like that. Yesterday I slipped up. Today I could walk carefully. Yesterday there were things that opened the door to shaitan and nafs to rob what they wanted. Today I'm going to keep the door closed. I'm going to keep the door of my eyes closed against haram. I'm going to keep the doors of my ears closed against haram. I'm going to put the shutters on my tongue from speaking anything that is evil. So this is all that will come as a result when fikr has been developed. And the first part of this fikr is to start thinking, pondering. One is to ponder, as the Quran Sharif teaches us, fakkur meaning pondering over the creation of the heavens and the earth. Allah Ta'ala speaks about that who are the intelligent people? Ayatin li'ulil albab. Who are the intelligent people? The intelligent ones remember Allah Ta'ala in every situation, standing, sitting, reclining, and they ponder over the creation of the heavens and the earth. Subhanallah, what a sky Allah Ta'ala created. How vast the sky is, not one pillar holding it. From where to where, east to west and north to south. And look at these mountains, what huge mountains pegging the earth and keeping it sitting still. Look at these earths, seven earths Allah Ta'ala created. Keep being and just doesn't seem finished. And this entire universe, the system of this universe, the sun, what energy Allah Ta'ala has placed in that sun. And look at the beauty of the moon. And the person is, whatever the creation of Allah Ta'ala around him, which Allah Ta'ala has permitted him to look, he's taking an ibrah from it. And recognizing Allah Ta'ala's qudrat from it. Recognizing Allah Ta'ala's beauty from it. Recognizing the creator of all this. So that is one tafakkur. That is one thing also we should be doing from time to time. Unfortunately, we look at the same thing that the Ahlullah look at. They also look at the same sky. And we also look at the same sky. But our looking is a world of difference. It's like heaven and earth. The difference between heaven and earth. Hazrat Mawah Yahya Sahib Rahmatullah was the father of Hazrat Shaykh Al-Hadith Mawah Kira Sahib Rahmatullah In summer, India, summers, extremely hot, the mid 40s, 45 degrees and 50 degrees sometimes. And forget air conditioners, even the fans also would not be giving much benefit, no air conditions that could be even imagined at that time. So after Asar, there was a well nearby, he would go sit at the well and some students would be very eager to try and make some khidmat. He'd say, okay, keep drawing out water from the well and just keep pouring it over me. There was one neighbor of his who used to also come along so now he would sit and observe their bucket after bucket they're putting over him. So he would say, MashaAllah, if I had to do this, you'll tell me it's wrong for me, it's haram, israf, and for you it's okay. So that Mawiyasab used to say to him, Mere liye jais, tumhare liye haram. So now, he's asking the same question, he's getting the same answer. This is carried on for many times. One day he said, you're going to have to tell me what this all means. I can't understand. You're still repeating the same thing every time. You do it is jayiz, I do it is haram. The same thing. How can it be for you jayiz and for me haram? He said, definitely. For me is jayiz, for you haram. So he said, but what is the point in this? So he said, okay, if you come here, what will be the reason for coming here and 
sitting at the well and having this water poured over you. He said, well, I'll come to take a ghusl, take a bath. So he said, well, for take a bath, one bucket, two buckets is more than enough. So to do, take a bath with more than two buckets now will be israf. It will be wrong for you. It's not permissible. So he said, then what do you come? What intent do you come with? He said, well, I ha- I'm a, number one, a very weak person, sickly person. And this heat now, it creates even more weakness. So I come here with the intention of having this water poured over me to attain coolness within me so that I can now engage myself further in the work. So every additional bucket also I have poured with this intention, I'll get sawab on it. Because my intention is to use this coolness that will come, not just merely to take a bath, to use this coolness for the strength that I will gain, for the energy I will gain thereafter because the body will be cool, I'll be able to do work. So my intention has changed the whole thing. And your intention may only that much two buckets permissible you. The whole issue was the frame of mind, the intention. So the same thing is, the Ahlullah look at the sky also, and we also look at the sky. But they look with a different intention. They might even also be sitting, in his Ash'ar, he often speaks about Samandar ka sahil, paharo ka daman. But we will think of Samandar ka sahil, the seashore, the foot of the mountain, mountain, uh, the valley and so on. We'll think about it, they just have a nice time and relax. But that's it. What more than that? So we can enjoy the sea breeze maybe. But person whose heart is attached to Allah Ta'ala, when he looks at that, he remembers Allah Ta'ala. Once, Allah had come, so he, somebody had accommodated him at Tinli Manor. So everybody was, after Maghrib, came and sat on the shore. So somebody said, shouldn't we, wouldn't it be good if we just make some zikr now? So when this person suggested, because it was everybody was sitting there just looking at the waves. But now because the rest of us were sitting there, or many of us were sitting there and just merely looking at the waves, that's it, full stop. So Hazrat replied to this, Kya abhi zikr nahi jari hai? That are we not engaged in zikr right now? Are you not engaged in zikr right now? Are you looking at these waves and not remembering Allah Ta'ala? Subhanallah, what a creation Allah Ta'ala has created. Look at these waves, how they are coming non-stop, one after the other. And look at this vast mass of water. Just doesn't end. And what depth in it? And what is inside that water? Are you not thinking of all this? Are you not recognizing Allah Ta'ala by looking at this? And what is the object of zikr? The object of zikr is to bring the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. Merely looking at this should already be creating. Now we also look at that same sea. And the Ahlullah also look at the same sea. But there's a world of difference between our looking and their looking. But this is what we have to create. This also is the fikr. I'm looking at something. What is my intention? Why am I looking at it? Why am I saying this? Why am I speaking this? Why am I doing this? When that fikr is developed, then that fikr moves a person. Nothing happens overnight. Nothing happens overnight. But that fikr nudges a person to start moving in a certain direction. One step at a time. To start thinking before speaking. To start making the right intention before doing something. To start pondering over death when there's some temptation to start realizing that could come any moment so all this comes with that figure and that figure first step of that figure is to make figure deliberately to though the heart sometimes doesn't want to do it to force this figure upon oneself and then to read about the lives of those who have figure in them or had figure in them the sahaba ikram the tabi'in and up to our age 
and to associate with the people of fikr. And in this way, slowly, inshallah, this will rub onto us. When this fikr comes, this is the key, as we mentioned. Then this will open the doors. And then this islah becomes possible and easy for us to undertake. Obviously, with the fuzzle of Allah, wa ta'ala, with His help, may Allah wa ta'ala, grant this fear to me, to all of us, and Allah ta'ala, make our complete islah and tazkiyah. Wa akhiru da'wan, alhamdulillahi rabbil alam. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا رب صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله La ilaha illallah 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu tabarak wa ta'ala alayhi wa sallam
हो जाए मेरा दिल लिख मैदान हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो हो तो ही तो गैर से बिल्कुल ही उठ जाए नजर तो ही तो आए नजर देखूं जिधर और मेरे तन में बजाए आबोगिल दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल हो दर्द दिल नफ्सो शैता दोनों ने मिलकर हाय किया है मुझको तबा ए मेरे मौला मेरी मदद कर चाहता हूँ मैं तेरी पना मुझसा खल्क में कोई नहीं गो बद किरदार नामासिया तू भी मगर गफ्फार है आरब बख्श दे मेरे सारे गुना अब तो रहे बस तादम आखिर विरदे जबाए मेरे इला ला
وسلم يا الله فقف دي امتي يا الله يا الله فقف دي شورت كامينجز اوف دي امتي يا الله يا الله تراوت دي ورلد وي ايفر دي امتي سخيف يا الله ريموف دي هاردشيبس اند ديفيكولتيز يا الله يا الله جيف ايز يا الله عافيه تو دي انتاير امتي يا الله اله العالمين يا الله اول ذوز هو ستارفينج جيف ديم فود تو ايت يا الله يا الله ذوز هو ويز اوت كلوز جيف ديم كلوز تو وي يا الله يا الله ذوز هو ويز اوت شيلترز جيف ديم شيلترز تو ليف ان يا الله اله العالمين يا الله ريموف اول دي ديفيكولتيز اند هاردشيبس يا الله ذوز هو سفرينج اوبريشن يا الله ريموف دي اوبريشن فروم ديم وعافيه يا الله اله العالمين جيف هدايه تو دي اوبريسز اولسو يا الله يا الله اف هدايه از نوت ديكريت فور ديم يا الله وايب ديم اوت فروم دي فيس اوف ذس ارث يا الله اله العالمين يا الله اكسبت اول دي خدمه اوف دين ذات از تيكينج بليس ثرو اوت ذا ورلد يا الله يا الله ميك ات ا مينز اوف هدايه يا الله يا الله بوت بركه ان ات يا الله يا الله ميك ات ا مينز جريت خير سبريدنج ثرو اوت يا الله اله العالمين يا الله يو يوز اس فور ذا سيرفيس اوف يور دين يا الله اله العالمين يا الله يا الله يو جرانت اس اخلاص اند سنسيريتي ان ايفري ثينج يا الله اله العالمين يا الله يو سيف اس فروم اول ذا ايفلز يا الله يا الله ات ذا تايم اوف اور ذات تيك اس وذ ذا كلمه لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله اله العالمين يا الله تيك اس اون توبه النسوح يا الله يا الله تيك اس اون ايمان كامل يا الله يا الله تيك اس ات ذا تايم ذات يو ار بليز ويز اس اند وي ار بليز ويز يو يا الله يا الله ميك اور قبرز جاردنز اوف جنه فاز يا الله يا الله جرانت اس الشفاعه اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا الله جيف اس جنه الفردوس ويز اوت اني ريكنينج يا الله اله العالمين اول ذوز هاف باست اواي فروم اور فاميليز فروم ذا امه يا الله فل ذير قبرز ويز نور يا الله ميك ذير كومبليت مغفره يا الله يا الله جرانت ذم ذا هاي ستيجز ان ذا اخره يا الله اله العالمين يا الله يا الله whatever good rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam begged for ya allah we are also asking for all that good ya allah whatever nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam sought refuge from ya allah give us refuge as well ya allah ilahul alamin all those who are sick give them fa'a kamila ajila mustamira daima ilahul alamin wa hazrat wala give him complete shifa and afiyat ya allah ilahul alamin all those others who are sick give them complete afiyat and shifa ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah whatever difficulties anybody is in give them ya allah complete ya allah safety from their difficulties ya allah rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antas samiul alim wa tub alaina ya mulana انك انت التواب الرحيم اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين